You know, but have you seen that picture of Abraham Lincoln petting that former slave? Whoa. It's a statue. A statue? Where? Uh, I can't remember where it's at. Let's see. I screenshotted it so I can show you. Because, <laughs> mm, you know, they um, did something to George Washington's. Oh. Yeah, that doesn't look good. That's That should probably go. See, yeah, I know. That sort of stuff. But... You know, do, so I was no, talking about this with somebody else. Nobody's perfect. No, I was talking to this about somebody. It was somebody else that was like, oh, I think he might have been McMillan. Um, I haven't checked any of this, so be sure that's check, check, check. Can you hear me? Do you want me to turn you up? A little I bit? can hear you good. Um, I don't know how close I need to be to this mic though. Just slide that wherever you want. Okay. Up, down, whatever you want to do. All right, cool. I usually th- I, I do this because that's what Joe Rogan said. He said, "Stay a fist away." A I fist was like, away. I was like, yeah. instructions. Nice. I can remember that. Like one time, I never knew how to take the picture with the iPhone when it was facing you. Yeah. Because no one ever told me that it was the up button. And then I was like, yeah. I'll never forget. Yeah. So for a long time, I didn't know how, but now I do. It's just nice. I think. I don't know. I've only done like two huh. times. Okay. Yeah, I don't ever take it. Well, Cora would always expect me to do like a selfie, and I'm like, I don't take selfies. So yeah, yeah. therefore, I do not know what to do anyway exactly yeah they vandalized uh, george washington statue today like put like a clan outfit on him and uh spray painted no no the clan wasn't even a, I mean, a wasn't, thing until after the civil war was over so um was barely a country but he was a slave owner yeah that's the thing you know and some a lot of people have brought that up to me because i've been talking to him about uh just different things to do with the myths that are out there and I go what about Thomas Jefferson I was like what about him (laughs) like he was kind of like you you really want to get into this I was like he had a slave mistress that he had multiple kids with and he didn't free him until I'm like on his deathbed he freed a couple of them earlier but like I believe five kids right Uh, and then one that died um, like during uh, like the pregnancy or something like that like but Sally Hemings that's the um, I refer this documentary to everyone I show it to my students every semester so and then the Jefferson Foundation has acknowledged all of this there's a yeah. DNA test in 98 there's all this stuff and Thomas Jefferson said this don't put me on anything don't celebrate my birthday and he saw the Civil War coming before anyone really right over the issue of slavery he's like this shit going on with Missouri right now is not good yeah this he he described it as what was uh, his what was his point of view on it well here's how he described it and I he said he said it like Latin or something I think but he's like it's like having a wolf by the ear right you're good or a wild dog I think it was a wolf though right but it's like you got a dog or a wolf by the ear you're good like it's not gonna do anything but it's gonna be mad and if and it's not you can keep it from biting you but if you let it go it's gonna bite you so there, that was in the time when the big debate was whether or not gradual emancipation should start taking place and and it was when the parody of free state slave state free state slave state was starting to become uh, like normalized hmm. But yeah, I, but that's, I tell people, people say, yeah, Thomas Jefferson, for the reasons that we're seeing right now, yeah. didn't want, like, I mean, 
to be associated with uh, holidays and being on currency. Do you think he saw like that, that far in the future? He was like, uh, don't, he's like, I don't want to I be. think, I, man, I think to an extent, but man, his, his presidency is so hard to understand. I've read multiple books about him. I just finished one over like a super obscure thing that he was uh, involved with these pirates, the Tripoli pirates. Pirates? What? Yeah, they, they're, they're, the United States was in a war with uh, the these uh, all these pirates in the Mediterranean, like the United the States privateers wa- kind of thing. Yes, like- and sort of like well, it was these it was these um, Tripoli, Tunis. Um, those are the main two, but I, like I forget, uh, there was four different countries that had these pirates uh, that <clears throat> would basically Americans wanted to come into the southern Mediterranean to trade, yeah, across the Atlantic, and they were like, no, but yes, but give us, we got your sailors. Do you do you want them back? Give us some money, right? It was uh, like uh, it did. Uh, it, yeah. it was it, it's kind of like a. It's not a humorous story, but it's a it's a fun tale, right? Yeah. Um, but Thomas Jefferson's presidency, because he was like super um, when p- political parties are forming. I mean, he formed like one of the very first ones in response to the other ones. Like, I got to form this because where it's like when all that was going on, he's like, no, 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 no. We want states' rights. We don't want a strong federal government. But then he's like, but the Louisiana Purchase. I want that for the country and the constitution here says I can do it but he did things in his presidency that were like these contradictions that make him super hard to understand as a person hmm. right as it was before a lot of the established ideas though in the parties and things like that too it's kind of like he was trying to work out what yeah I mean yeah like it was um, it was the Federalist and the Democratic Republicans like that was the first two I bet that looked way different oh too. yeah it was like big time i mean i know they've kind of flip-flopped every like everybody well at that yeah at that time it was it was so far removed from what it is right now even that uh it's changed so much since the civil war oh yeah right like uh i'm getting really interested i'm I'm reading this book called how the south won the war they didn't right but a lot of people would think that they did if you look at all the flags flying around here in Arkansas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, th- th- I'm just like, uh, I-, I keep asking people, I was like, how does the Confederate flag make you feel? And then and then, then they, they kind of look at me, I'm like, not the stars and bars, the battle flag of the Army of Northern Virginia. Uh, or I'll say it the other way, I'll say, yeah. not the battle flag of the Army of Virginia, the stars and bars, because they don't know, they don't understand like where those flags come from and stuff. Yeah. But this book deals with all of that. And um, I've been in a super big rabbit hole on Civil War, just trying to like um, be able to, t- uh, like some of the stuff I knew, some of the stuff I'm getting refreshed on, I'm learning tons of cool new stuff, but um, there's a, a serious need to talk to people about some of this stuff right now. Yeah. In my view. Yeah, I think I think just everybody, I don't know, like like you've said before, you know, it's just kind of a an echo chamber of information, so it's definitely good to know yeah. what actually happened. Man, there was this, um, this propaganda story going around about Irish slaves. Did you Mm-mm. see anything no, about I that? I haven't heard it. I made a big post about it, but I got to like, and then I saw people sharing this, right? To like essentially argue like, like in a comparative suffering sense, like what about the Irish slaves? Oh, I see. And it's like, well, there weren't any. 
but so like, but then so I I reported a couple of posts. Facebook took them down like immediately. Bless their hearts, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, just don't take my shit down okay yeah, yeah. but uh they took him down almost immediately but then i was like well i wonder how much this has been propagated and i look back and i had like a dozen friends that shared this shit like t- since 2015 and they had all been taken down it's like all you risk you can't see his posting or whatever yeah but i was like shit i hope i didn't share it <laughs> like, <laughs> did i though so, yeah. you, you, you know i like have been telling people like um and i think it's good i've always uh, held this view for about the last five years that it's like it's actually a positive thing if somebody receives new information and then yeah. changes their voting record or something yeah, imagine that like we we persecute politicians for that but yeah. i'm like Oh, you became more empathetic about more groups of people and you changed the way you voted on these issues related yeah. to human rights. All right, cool. As, man, just that kind of bringing on the subject of just judging people at all for like having a different viewpoint and stuff. Holy dude. We're doing, okay, so we're going to get into censorship on the next episode. I'm going to do with uh, Thurman and Julie. We're doing one over Gone with the Wind. Really? It's the, been pulled. Yeah, the the classic 1939 film. Yeah. Um it's it's been pulled from HBO Max. That's what it was on. Mm. But um yeah, it's getting lambasted right now for perpetuating these false stereotypes. Like I mean, I watched the movie today, dude, and I'm like that movie didn't make seem uh, make it seem like being a slave is that bad. I'm not going to lie. Like yeah. uh, I was like that dude pork He's 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 having a great time, Mike. Like, like right. this this white person's having a way worse time during Reconstruction than pork right here. Like, I was just like, uh, but they do. They uh, and then oh man, okay. I shouldn't talk about all this on our episode. Well, but the the mammy the the um, the slave of the uh, the house mammy like, uh, you know, like uh, that's she's the older uh, house slave, right? You're right. But she won best supporting actress award. And like not in the 1940, like the the first African American and a former slave to um, win an Oscar. I'm pretty sure she was. Whoa, slave. an Oscar? Yes, I guess, but here's the thing: because of Jim Crow segregation and yeah. and and, um, and everything is going on racially in the country, and this is, I believe, in 1940. Uh, she was not allowed in the auditorium. She couldn't sit with the co-stars, and she couldn't read her own speech. She was given a speech to read by the studio. Are you serious? Yeah. This is in the, it was in the forties. Mm-hmm. I wonder where that ceremony was because what's weird is that I wonder it, cause I don't feel like, I mean, I just don't picture the Oscar awards, uh, being in the South, but I, I got two books to check out on Northern segregation because what happened partially, I'm still coming to understand a lot of this during like the second great migration and after reconstruction when you have a lot of former slaves migrating out of the south like northerners were like yeah we why are you coming here we don't really we don't want you here yeah like, they try to yeah, they try it, to paint it, it like it's it, not that it, way yeah, yeah there was a lot of racism right um oscar awards 1940 location that's what we want to know I was gonna say it's, it was Los uh, Angeles. I think it was racist everywhere. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Yeah. It, and so, like in this, uh, how the South won the war right now is getting into the West. Yeah, right. The areas that settled because that's like when people uh, hit me with the states' right argument, uh, states' rights argument. I'm like, yeah, let's talk about the South wanted slavery and all the in the in the they wanted the the South and the Southwest and slavery to extend all the way. Right. 
right? They were, they were fine that there would be a line or whatever. Yeah. On Gone with the Wind, it says the end of a great civilization. Oh. Yeah. Like that's, uh, but that's this lost cause myth bullshit, right? <clears throat> but it's, um, it's been fascinating to to dig into all this and do podcasts about it. We're doing a whole series of this lost cause myth through cinema. Yeah. Right. Oh, for cool. my after the show uh, podcast. Yeah. You want to make sure not to get into too much of that or you're just going to spoil we're, all of it. We're going to, yeah, we're going to do uh, gone with the wind birth of a nation today. Okay. Right. Cool. Then we're doing um, Gettysburg and gods and generals. Okay. Right. I was joking around with my friend Thurman. I was like, He's like, yeah, Gettysburg's not, you know, too t- terrible in terms of the stuff we're talking about. It's like, it's not, but damn it, it sure makes me like Robert E. Lee's character played by Charlie Sheen, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, have you seen that film? No. It came man. out when I was a kid. It's, it, you know, in, it shows, it's very dramatic. Yeah. And, and it doesn't, uh, but it does, man. It kind of deifies these people who you could only describe as white supremacist. Yeah fighting to maintain white supremacy see that this is what i this is what i wonder and probably won't ever know unless you know we were just back there but i do wonder like how many people that had like a forward thinking mind there actually were or was it just like 90 percent or more of america just that's how they thought you know what i'm saying and then somewhere along the lines like we all kind of like we're like oh this is wrong you know I wonder if it was like a generational yeah. thing or if well, it was like. So, okay, it, it, we were split from the time of the inception of the Constitution, actually. Really? Right? On so, that, like, like on on, that was a, yeah, that was an issue. Like, like, it's funny, like, Thomas Jefferson, like, soft open with the Declaration, like, maybe we should go with all people. <laughs> no no okay i was it just i was just later. checking like too change. soon oh man but yeah but southerners were like dude you're betraying us like you there's no like there's a big argument so that, like it just didn't really, even really get any of, traction at the decoration yeah right then you move forward to the constitution they say okay in 20 years we will stop importing hmm. africans will stop importing but the thing is, is then you had, by then you had a self-perpetuating labor force. And like yeah. some people like to argue indentured servants and all this and this Irish slaves myth and shit. And I'm like, it was never hereditary. Yeah. It's not anything you ever passed on to your kids. Yeah. Right. I'm not saying there was zero examples of that. Like, yeah, I'm sure there were abuses of the indentured servitude system. Like I know of some, but yeah. it's like in terms of it being systemic, no. Yeah. Not, not in any of my research, but like Northern segregation is my new interest I'm coming into out of like, I've been flipped forth back and forth to kind of like civil war moving forward, Jim Crow era, civil rights movement. Fascinating history, dude. And it's stuff that I went through when I was going in school, going to school when I was in grad school. And I just uh, like the subject. And you're yeah, about. yeah. I mean, man, I learned. I, I took in American history. I took everything from the Civil War on that yeah. they offered, but like one or two classes. Do you uh, remember it being taught different? Like we were talking. Uh, no, about? not not with not at the college. I mean, and then too, like I wasn't paying attention enough in in junior high and high school to be like, yeah, they were teaching me the lost cause myth. Here's another thing, dude. They let you take your books. Like, I was like, man, I would love to look at my junior high school textbook to see what it says about the Civil War. Yeah. But I can't because I don't have it. Because they make it's you true. give it back at the end of every year. And I, I got conspiratorial about that recently. 
I'm you, like, really, you uh, think that's really a, like a planned? planned uh, well, okay. Thing? Like in the South, they rewrote all of those books during the Jim Crow era. I mean, sure. I say not so it like, wouldn't be in the state, schools, state histories. It wouldn't be the schools necessarily. It would be the education. What's the body uh, like for the state? Uh, right? uh, our uh, department of higher education, uh, right. Arkansas, so, AD, ADHE. Because they're the ones that I think, right, with the textbooks. Yeah, none of them are teachers. Uh-huh. Bureaucrats, man. Right. It's yeah. weird. It's yeah. super weird. Like, it's like, it's kind of akin to a lot of the issues I've been running into and talking with different people about that are in the, with law enforcement. It's like, oh, you guys want a bunch of non-martial arts people to teach you guys martial arts. Yeah. Yeah. So you're talking about that's who's training? Well, they're going to, they're going to send one of their guys to get some certification that's Mm -hmm. super expensive from some whoever like let's say it's the gracies just since but it, it rarely is uh but just some program some deep and they're going to be the defensive tactics so they're or they're going to be one of the instructors that teaches these hours which i just found out in russellville are not like defensive tactics is not mandatory like i thought there's 40 hours mandatory no is it, what would it, that? They, they offer it and some of the officers do it but it's not like you lose your job if you don't i wonder how many actually I mean, very few. And then too, it's like a lot of, a lot of people are just like, it, this comes into it. And like, I will say before I get down this rabbit hole, I just had somebody bring up a great counterpoint. It's like, what if we showed all the cops jujitsus and the bad cops, um, used it for evil. And I was like, shits, man. I never thought Uh, about that. Yeah. But, but still though, that's the, that we, our vetting process in that could be a lot better too, though. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, that's two different points. Cause it's like the first point being like, before you even get to learn jujitsu, like for defensively for being a cop, you need to go through way more, like, you know, actually look into these people, um, hardcore more than we are now, which I don't know what we do now. Yeah, so there, there's that, a, McMillan sent it to me. There's a test that, that, you, um, what, they like kind of go, that, yeah. And like, we know somebody that just had to take one and he said it's like 400 questions or something. It's like a psychological evaluation, but then there's like a probative, uh, like a pretty deep background check from yeah. what, from what I understand. Um, it's hard to know what somebody's like on the inside. Yeah, dude, I know. And so like, or in, in the, a stressful situation, what they turn into. Or like, okay, so Jeff Woods, we had this podcast where we broke down Marcel Garcia matches, but we talked about this exact topic. And he and Josh has talked about this, um, about second victim, mm-hmm. right? So like basically this is the idea, like that Derek Chauvin guy, the dude for, that killed George Floyd. Yeah. That guy had, uh, I think, killed two people or had shot his gun off twice or there were there. And he had had like 17 incidents in his record of like the use of force or incidents of complaint. I don't know what it all was, but the dude dude had shot a couple of people. Right. I don't know if they died or whatever, but let's assume let's just say one of them died. Let's let's maybe not use because I don't know the stats, not use that guy. But but he is an example. If you can go look it up. But like when you shoot somebody, uh unless you're kind of already mind numb or a sociopath or you just want to shoot people. I don't know. Right? Yeah. Uh, that's going to fuck with you. Yeah. Right. That makes total sense. Like I, I, I might, I, told, I mean, it kind of should though. I told like, somebody the other day, I was like, man, I got problems that I ain't never even shot nobody. Uh, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like it's, you know, mental health is something that is not in the narrative. Right. Right. Yeah. Of, of like people are defund the police. I'm like, 
mental health uh, reform uh, and training reform, and people always want to engage with me and, and get pro- and pose problems. The schedule being the number one, and I'm like, solutions. Yeah. Only solutions. That's all I'm interested in talking about. Man, the whole defunding the and I know like we watch a lot of the same stuff, so we're probably both. Yeah, gonna, yeah. I don't want to echo somebody else, but but the points made sense to me when I was like, um, I think it was Jocko that was talking about it. You know, it was that like, was great. Dude. Yeah, it was like defunding the police. We probably should put more funding, but more like focused on actual on both the physical training, but also he was talking mm-hmm. about that's what I was getting at the mental like training of vetting processes being better and also just trying to figure out who these people are and consistent training that keeps on going. Dude, McMillan had this idea about a law enforcement degree, right? That is like all encompassing of like a a criminal justice associates or something like that academy. And then like, other training that way before because that's it man you get a few weeks at the academy like 14 weeks or something and then like people want to argue on the job experience a lot and i'm like and i i like immediately and i tell people like look i'm only speaking on what i'm an expert on yeah right yeah and i'm like and there's no way in hell i would want one of my fighters to take five seminars for five days for eight hours and melt their mind and not really learn anything more than like a couple of things a day that they're going to apply and then just go fight all year. Right. Yeah. All year. Right. And that's their experience. Like, yeah, I realize they get on the job experience, but they also get on the job trauma, like what we're saying. Well, and and then think about like, think about what about the small towns like Russellville, like how much on the job, and I don't know, maybe they get more than I think, but like how, how much on the job experience do you really get with something like that? Or like high, dude. They high so they actually get way more calls than I thought. Do they? Yeah. I'm sure. Like, because well, I've been asking all these questions. I'm like, and then too, McMillan told me today that something like eighty percent of our local budget goes to like emergencies, like police and fire, like salaries, right. retirements, eighty percent, something like that. Yeah, that. So like, do you see that thing? And everybody was pissed off about it. But did you see that thing I shared that like showed the numbers of the Little Rock Police in comparison to like everything else in society no i hadn't seen oh it was yet. insane dude uh yeah we, just go look at something that has 70 comments on it on the podcast page <laughs> yeah because dude i'll tell you who's getting upset with me sadly it's like the wives of police for me being like hey i don't want your husband to die because he doesn't know how to defend himself why would they be getting mad over that uh, because it because i'm because i'm being critical of law enforcement and, the, not, and their family's law enforcement it's not even critical of them necessarily as it is critical of like the way that we do things yes, like yes. we want them more safe too just as as much as everybody else yeah and man uh, it's a it's a deep and complex issue like i've just been trying to uh, untie like i could and i'm going to go more into this in the future but to untie the issues of uh law enforcement issues and racial issues i'm dealing with those independently i've untied that knot i know that sometimes they are the same i know that um, and I'm getting super educated on it before I provide any commentary and talking to as many people as I can, like, yeah. and it, doing as much research I can on the topic. Cause I don't, I don't know. Right. Well, like, and you don't want to, yeah, you don't want to talk. Like, I'm really curious, like what percentage of like, okay, cause like Jocko is saying, he's like bad actors. Right. But like, let's say, let's say, um, a high percentage, uh, let's say 30% of cops are bad. That seems like a lot, but like a lot. Okay. Would you say it would be 
reasonable to say 10% of them are racist. Hmm. Right? Maybe 30% is high, but it's like, then like what percentage are my numb, traumatized, mentally ill, sociopathic, got into the job because they were bullied their whole life? Like bad actors is a big catch-all term for me. And I really do. I'm curious as to how many people in society are racist. Yeah. Because it happens. It happens. And they are in our government institutions and they are in our social institutions. And I just wonder how many of them there really are because they're, they're truly more racist than I thought there were for like five, for like the last few years. I was like, just not like I was turning a blind eye to it. It's just like, I, I wasn't. Well, we don't, I like, I'm not friends with that. I know of, you know, anybody who's actually racist. So it's like, I mean, there's a you, bunch of over fifty year old white guys around here, you know, that are super. Oh, I'm sure racist. they. I'm sure they are. But again, that's what I said though. Is what yeah. like what I know of. Yeah. So you know, it's I'm not, and it's like just not a way I think. So I I think up it, until recently, that's the you weird know, I, part. We don't think that way, right? Yeah. So like that's why I keep. I'm like, yes, I'm reading all these. I got this book about this, and I was talking to this person and like asking these questions because like we aren't that way. Yeah. So. Like I've had to like uh, get as educated as possible because like, and well, Jeff Wood said this a while back. He's like, I'm so confused by racism. I wrote two books about it, but yet <laughs> like, dude, I love that guy. Right. Yeah. And that guy means a lot to me. But then over here, there's this other guy who will remain nameless. Okay. Who's older than him, who means as much. Yeah. Right. And this person is racist. And I've been super conflicted because like the day before I'd, I'd read Jeff Woods make this post, something like that, right? It's like talking about how he had written two books on the topic of racism because just trying to come to terms with it on a personal level or whatever. Yeah. But then like the next day, somebody I care about like just as much a big part of my life was like racism doesn't exist. Oh man! Right, and they're like, it's a made-up thing, and 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 we're arguing all this, and they had, and why I'd called them is because they had shared this Irish slave smith thing, and I was like, hey, I've you know, there's 40 sources I could show you that show, and and I was like, you know, a few of them are going to talk about where the the myth came from of Mm -hmm. like the propaganda coming around when it came around. I was like, but. And, and I'm telling people that on like uh, the history books getting rewritten, the flags and, and that history. And everybody's like, no, no. Like, and like I had somebody like, they're kind of like, well, these, you know, I said, there had these stupid hillbillies probably saw Dukes of Hazard. And I was like, probably Dukes of Hazard's more of a product of the stuff I'm talking about. Think so? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I mean the, the Confederate flag, let me here. I'll read you something I shared. This is, I shared this on the podcast page and it's got more shares than anything I've shared as of late. It was a funny picture of Alex Jones being a pro wrestler. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you like pro wrestling? What's this guy's name? All right. Um, the, so the battle flag of the army of Northern Virginia. Right? Yeah. Okay. So what is this? Right. So that's not the official flag of the Confederacy, but right. almost everyone thinks it is. And this person is kind of saying like, yeah, you know, probably Dukes of Hazard is why people, and I'm like, yeah, that's a big cultural, um, it's a, it, you yeah. know, thing. But it's like not like it's not really what pops in my head. I've seen that thing. The, so many of these flags, like I, I've told people when I was a kid, they've sold this stuff in mass on the courthouse square at Clarksville at yeah. the Peach Festival. 
Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but okay, so this is a version of Robert E. Lee's battle flag that was later adopted as the naval jack. Uh, many historians argue this flag was rarely used because it was so niche. The flag started to be used in 1904 by Confederate veterans, only became popular after states flew it at their capitals to support segregation laws. Oh. It got added to the flag of Mississippi. They yeah. added the uh, Lee's flag. They so you can't say good things about Jefferson Davis and Alexander Alexander Stevens because they're the president, vice president, Confederacy because they were like ardently like, hey, um, see this civilization is built on the cornerstone of slavery, folks. Yeah, and Lee like didn't say that sort of atrocious shit on record as much. Yeah, so as part of the lost cause myth, they're like, look, Lee's the best. He's the best. Yeah. Right. And like he did, I think he graduated second in his class at North Point. Um, he was recommended to lead the Union Army, refused to lead the Confederates. Really? Do you think it was because of had to do with slavery on that? I mean, part, or well, just... like his state, his home state's Virginia. Oh, right. Yeah. Like, Who so that want? was like, that was caught up in that too. But man, like he was, but like I was just reading the other day about him personally whipping his slaves and putting salt in their wounds. Oh, man. You know, so I'm just like, yeah, maybe. Maybe you should put his statue in a museum or something. Yeah. No, that's what I was going to say earlier, too, uh, when I was talking to somebody is, like, um, I don't necessarily know about, like, just destroying everything because it is still a piece of history. Like, that's, like, granted, not all good, mostly bad history when we're talking about these statues, but why do why do we destroy it and vandalize it let's just like let's take it and yeah let's get it off of the courthouses obviously but public spaces are a key issue next time you go yeah. over to your dardanelle spot the stars and bars flying over there dude yeah. right there i don't think anybody's uh that's because they don't is. they think the battle maybe because the duke's a hazard i don't know oh, but, they, they, oh, they think but people th- people not. think the battle they're like that's that's what is that flag that must be some old like like colonies flag or something i'm like i wonder what people think the flag is when they see it i mean i didn't know what it was for a long time but that's the official flag of the confederacy right the stars yeah. and bars right but they were like uh they're this was uh they're super critical of it because um it looked like the, the united states flag at the time right mm-hmm. they're like yeah. we, we need to we need to do something different yeah Right, so yeah, yeah. interesting. Our state flag is one of the, I believe, five flags that, like Mississippi did that, but Arkansas has a fourth star added to it, the state flag. And if you look at the Arkansas flag, it's a diamond. Yeah. That's an X. Uh, I see. Now, yeah. we do have diamond mines here, so that the only diamond mine in North America may be that. I don't know. Hopefully. Maybe, but your conspiracy mind. I'm going to look into it. Down into it. You can look into it, yeah. I'm going to look into it. You look into it, yeah. That's all I do. That's all yeah. I do is look into shit and talk about it. Um, but Your Google history would scare me. Dude, I uh, like I keep all my shit where it does not save. Like I don't oh, like getting ads good. or oh, anything. Oh, that's another I'm yeah. sure that's another rabbit hole. Somebody sure. like my aunt was just saying like, you know, they they like people have been save, sharing all these screenshots of like COVID-19 tracking that's on your phone. It is, right? So you have an iPhone? Yeah. So this has been added. I don't even know when it was added, but if you go to privacy uh health I don't, I don't update my phone. Right, so, so uh, COVID nineteen exposure logging. Would you like to be contacted if? Oh whoa! You know, yeah. But dude, here's the thing: even what? if that's not on, like like McMillan, he yeah. got in. He came into like a, like two months ago. Came into contact with somebody and and had to kind of 
fly low key for a minute, but they, he got a call that was like a recording and they're like, this is one of the CDC and you have been in contact with somebody who is tested positive for COVID-19. How? how yeah, yeah, I know, dude. Well, I'm, I'm trying to think here, like how would they even know? Like, oh, that's crazy. Yeah. That's insane. It it's is. Scary. But my aunt was like, yeah, I want to know. And I was like, you know, I don't. You want to sacrifice a lot of liberty to know. Right? I want. Well, here's the thing, dude. I want. Um, here's the thing. I I don't. I want to to take care of people. I don't want to uh, run risk on people. I don't want to yeah. put people at risk. I want to do things to mitigate risk uh, as a society and things like that. Yeah. But also, um, I just don't want to. I don't want the government to protect me from the virus. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like that. Like they don't do a good job at anything else. Yeah. What makes right? you think they're going yeah, to? Yeah. Yeah. You know. Now, yeah. So I'm like, uh, but t- like the fact that um, you know, and I don't know about the phase two requirements, but like while the aquatic centers open, I was not allowed to use showers in the gym. Right. Yeah. For for the and I'm like, what? How does this make sense? Yeah, I was me? talking with my chiropractor today. He did the the thing on my neck, right? Mm-hmm. And um, we were talking about that, and he's like, yeah, that's like I had to call because they didn't say anything about chiropractors. And I'm like, yeah, dude. Yeah. Uncle Asa just said the other day for the first time the words martial arts, like, yeah. like 10 days ago. Yeah. And I'm like, and I, I, like, I, get, I get it, blah, blah, but I would argue this, like, there is a martial arts studio in every town. That is true. Right? Like, unless it's some, it's like Hartman, Arkansas, yeah. you know, like Cole Hill. Yeah. Like some, Hill. some <laughs> Spadra. It's <laughs> Grant. Deer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jasper. There might even, I think there is one in Jasper actually. Probably is. But, um, there, there are just a lot of, uh, martial arts academies all over the state. And yeah, we're a rural, rural, small state, but like Dallas and like somebody's telling me like a, a 30 mile radius, there's like a hundred jujitsu academies. Oh man. Right. Like, but so it's like, yeah, yeah. It's a big industry guys. Come on. Yeah, you might like, need to mention it. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's frustrating. Um, when, when they don't, and then some industries, well, it's like, well, you know, you own a business, right? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you guys are having to deal with that more so. Like, I don't have to um, require a mask for my people coming in, right? So right. That's, that's Currently, we don't either because we're not open, like, for seating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, but it's, so it's like, that's weird. So, like, it's what weird, I was saying with right? the aquatic center thing and me with the showers. Mm-hmm. But it's like... But you can swim in a communal pool. The, I think, dude, I think from the very beginning, the big box places, the large corporations, should have been forced to require a mask. Yeah. If you're going to tell if people gonna, what to gonna, do... That's g- if you're going to advocate for the government like being able to tell you that. Well, no, uh, you like, know, they already... So if you're going to divide all businesses up into essential, non-essential, yeah. make the ones that are open require a mask right right because when you make then they never had to require a mask right it's because right, yeah. and they probably pay less taxes than you let's be real like i just paid my taxes bro and i'm like like that was fun yep oh, you guys want to send me some more money because be uh great <laughs> uh, man it was it was kind of uh next year won't be bad but like, because uh, we just moved and we spent all this money, right, dude. Right, but right, yeah. next year won't be as bad. And I cha- we changed a ton of stuff about uh, about how we're doing our accounting. I've been, uh, dude. Yeah, you ever heard of um, 
I think it was Robert Kiyosaki, the rich dad, poor dad. Series. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude. dude. Have you Let's, listened to any of that? Uh, yeah. I've read uh, I've most of the first book. I think it's good. Yeah. It's good. He's, he's a genius, man. Yeah. But like I picked up a bunch of just little concepts and, um, I read that and, um, I'm on cash flow quadrant now, but, um, what was the other, your financial IQ? That yeah. was it. The financial IQ. Yeah. So, um, I'm on the third book in the series. I'll probably, probably read all of them. Listen, yeah. listen to them. I'm listening to them on audible, but man, that guy has just some, some concepts. Right. Yeah. And, and like he really goes into and got me interested in the history of taxation. Yeah. Right. Um, so that's uh, and that's this book I'm listening to right now is going into like, um, passing the income tax and stuff um, yeah. uh, around the civil war and, and how that was, you know, how they like pulled that off. And most people, because it was fun in the war, were not super uh, pissed about it, but they were breaking down like how much, like 5%, if your income was between five and $10,000, I think like that, you had to pay 5% of your income. But um, you know, there's, there's things you can do um, that puts you in different sort of um, tax situations like if you give away 10% of your money yeah you wouldn't think if you gave away 10% of your money that it would help you but it does it does that's super weird yeah uh but like now I'm just like that I'm learning some of these uh things lots of different things I'm like "Mm, yeah people that don't pay taxes are super fucking smart yeah and I I'm trying to but it's not even like it's just a little bit of research and just learning putting in the time just, to just understand tips and strategies in Jeff Bezos who pays no taxes yeah but I had to start paying taxes on Amazon yeah yeah, yeah. but you're paying it for him so Bro, thanks for the coffee yeah you're welcome it's delicious can people order your actual coffee bags online soon soon? we're just about to launch like next week or a week after i think you know i want to start doing and i'm looking into it um a a, like a shopify or something like that to where like i don't stock inventory for the podcast but i have it created and it's i can have a storefront i can sell some podcast t-shirts and stuff uh this guy zeddy bravo bite belt has been on the podcast came to the seminar at the gym a couple years ago he did that and he had this girl that was like a friend of his that's like a nickelodeon graphic designer whoa yeah right like she like he had met her like i think out in LA, like training at 10th planet and stuff, right? Like he goes yeah. out there periodically commentates for combat jujitsu and stuff. Oh, sweet. Yeah. But so like she had designed his shirts up and like literally he stocked no inventory. He just had to come up with a cool ass shirt design. Yeah. And he had like, he had this one that was like a rainbow, a rainbow unicorn, but like a cartoon looking rainbow. Nice. Yeah, it was cool. And like she would design these sick ass shirts and he would sell them like hotcakes, dude. But like, it was a one-time deal for him. Like he just made the shirt, put it up there, and he's probably still selling them today and not doing anything, right? Other than sharing a hyperlink every now and then. That's awesome. Yeah, but like I'm telling Cora all the time because I've been making a big push. Like the podcast's been getting a lot of traction. I've been getting like particularly the Facebook video feed, but across the board, I'm getting um, more and more. It's just building. Audio listens are good. Like you take whole episodes on all platforms, they're good and they're growing. Like almost all of my Facebook videos get about a thousand right now. Nice. But there's some episodes I do that I have like less of an audience to share with the martial arts ones I'm doing are blowing up. Are they? Are your subscribers uh, going up too? Scri- subscribers are going up. I'll tell you what's growing right now. And I've been doing a little longer in the podcast, the gym YouTube. 
Right? Really? Okay. I've got several um, videos that have started popping up in the suggested videos. Oh, right. Okay. So, like, that's like a pretty big step. They say, yeah, and, you having you know, to be, able, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So, like, yeah. but that's part of it. Like, dude, like, hey, put put videos on the internet and make money. Yeah. Right. Like, how do I do that? Right. I don't know. Like, I listened to three books about it this month, though. Yeah. Right. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. I mean, they're not all three about like making money on the internet, but like right. very much so about social media. There's a chapter in one of her over monetization. He has one book that's got a chapter over podcasting, blogging. I'm starting a blog up with the podcast. Nice, man. We so, just started a vlog. Uh, yeah, well, I do a vlog for the gym ago. page. Yeah. yeah. That's good. I think, so yeah, I think it would be cool to, uh, what, like I said, um, maybe maybe we could do privates and do like a coffee cast or something hey, after our private lesson cool. once a week. Just be like, hey, we got this cold brew here. We're about to do some rolling. Hey, right. or hey, something like cold, that cold brew we can we get some bags of coffee too well cause... dude like creating content yeah. right so like i i kind of cued into this like three years ago right yeah. like so like if you can make like your vlog you're doing like how could like you put more and you guys kill it on social media i feel like right like i saw a picture today you had it up at a punch card yeah um but you guys do get on social media but it's like then it gets, comes to a point where it's like okay how do you how do you create your own content and make people like see what you're doing like on a more, like in a more organic way, right? Other than yeah. just like, hey, here's a, p- a picture, you know, or right, here's yeah, a yeah. here's a little video. I love seeing what you guys do, but then it's like, oh, you could do a vlog. Like, it, you, there's so many things out there you could do to right. to pop up on the internet more, like podcasting. Uh, or whatever. I definitely one thing I definitely should do is I should do more for the shop. The vlog I was mentioning that one is more for that's like a thing for me and my wife. Oh, cool, cool, cool. But uh, for like the hiking and the stuff we like to do mm-hmm. um, in our free time. But You're just doing that on YouTube or what? Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Currently, we have we I think we have a Instagram that she made, but it's kind of like her Damn. passion. Project. Project. I got, I'm making, I'm been putting a lot of thought, like if I should start an Instagram for the podcast. That would probably do. I well, need right? to, like, I have one for the gym. Like, it's just like, like I'm trying to evaluate, like, how much social media can I personally handle myself? Yeah. You yeah. know, like, because it's like we have, we have Instagram for the gym, then my personal uh, Facebook, and then the gym or the uh, gym's Facebook, then the podcast Facebook, and that's only all stuff I have to do with, right? So, right. But like we have a Twitter, I never update it for the gym. I'm not even thinking about starting Twitter for the podcast. Maybe I should, but I am thinking pretty I, seriously about an Instagram. Man, I really I like. And I don't know. Maybe it'll be beneficial, but like Twitter, I just don't have any interest at all. I tried. I never I tried understood a it, dude. Times. I'm like, I people yeah, write books about it. Like Gary Vaynerchuk has wrote chapters in his books about it, and I'm yeah. just like. You kind of made me want to start one, and then I taught myself out of it immediately, bro. Like, I don't want to waste my time in that rabbit yeah. hole. And I just I, do you have a personal Instagram? I do, yeah, Instagram. Do you, yeah. Do you do any video on there? I don't really post a whole lot. I should. Uh, I need to post more. What than do you I see consume, people but, doing on there? Um, like, like, like people. You see that long are videos. You see short videos. Both. It depends on like what. Uh, like what it is. So if it's like one of those like political videos or something, they're usually pretty long. You can just go on to the two minute long or however mm-hmm. long it is. But like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Businesses, it seems like unless it's an instructional video, like coffee places that I follow, they will do like longer videos mm-hmm. for like, this is how you do an AeroPress. But other than that, yeah, they try to keep them short, you know. See, I just go there and post. Like, I'll be like, "Oh, I'm putting this video out on for the gym on YouTube and Facebook," and then I'm I also like I've been throwing some shorter stuff and just some different stuff out on the Instagram. Yeah, 
but I typically just go there and post periodically and don't surf around. Yeah, but your your thing might be different because I have also seen some MMA guys like Gordon, um, what's that? The, Gordon the, the, Ryan? Yeah, yeah, yeah Gordon yeah. Ryan. Yeah. Like he'll do the longer videos that you have to expand that like go through like different roles, uh, you know, rolling strategies mm-hmm. and stuff. So if I could like, so I can post whole, like my whole podcast episodes on there now the, with the, can, the length yeah, of the video. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm thinking about doing it. Yeah. It's, it's, but, but then here comes another thing. Like I'm getting set up to where I'll have to do less post production editing. Okay. Like where I've, I've, okay, I got everything I got now. Now just and I are done. I got to go edit all this footage and I got to upload it to these three places. I'm trying to get a board where I can just be like, you need a Jamie is what you need. Yeah, no, dude. I'm trying to get an intern secured, um, but it's a weird your, time to get, an, to get an intern. Well, you do yeah. it? Just yeah, but maybe, but like I dude, my schedule sporadic. Uh-huh. Like if, okay. if I would say like, dude, if I was so just like Kelby or something. Yeah. Yeah. If I was just doing this right. Um, in the gym, I think it would be a lot easier, but since I like, I'm going to be at Moralton for, you know, a few hours every day, like, but I'm going to try and get um, with the communications department. Okay. Try and get them to start sending me interns. So get a legit intern. Talking like with actual, a, yeah, yeah, like somebody that can do graphic design and, um, you know, maybe this, they just have skills, right? So, like, I've networked with them um, periodically, but graphic design for like thumbnails and stuff like that. Like, yeah, that's yeah. stuff that I should. The sh- little nitty gritty y- stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, and I have a thumbnail template, but I'm just like, man, I messed up. And now I don't know how to fix it. I think uh, I think that might be where we're similar in some ways. Like I can, I love big picture stuff, and I'm like I can do this. I can make big decisions real quick. But it's like if something goes wrong and it's really small, I'm I need you like, to make that thumbnail for me, bro. Dude, <laughs> like, I'm like I'm like it's just taking way too much time for something so small. I can't handle it. It, it just oh, it is weird. Bad. You know, like that's the playing the long game. You got to learn so many like with this like uh, I'll tell you dude I was super impressed I plugged all this shit in about 15 minutes nice like went home to my house from work today and I was like man how long is it gonna take me to set this up and move it and like I remember last time when I just unplugged things in my studio and like reconfigured them and did some things and then I was like how do I plug this shit back in oh yeah right like I was like Sometimes and shit, I don't even know if it's working, honestly. But <laughs> it sounds like it's working. Huh? We hear it. Hopefully, it's recording. Like hopefully. I actually kept most of the stuff plugged in because I was just like mixer, headphone amp, camera. You like try to hopefully, yeah. Yeah. So uh, the fact that we can hear each other's is good. And then I realized my headphone amp wasn't plugged in. I was like, I hope I remember. Better get that. I hope I remembered <laughs> the plug in. But yeah. yeah, I mean. But, dude, learning all that stuff is actually, it's a skill. Yeah. I, I'm acquiring a new skill. I can do things now that I couldn't do a long time ago. If you ever want to record badass music, come see me. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's the mixer I went with. It's actually, it's just what I could, it's it's everything I would ever need for this podcast. The podcast is actually, I want to do these tiny desk shows. It will yeah. do that as well. Um, but... I wanted, it's hard to get what I wanted all in one. I wanted something that would power a PA that had some onboard storage, that had the audio interface, yeah. the, uh, the USB capabilities and everything I needed. And that has all of it? No. No. Oh, okay. But it was way cheaper than one. That <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it makes but, it easier to yeah, get Yeah, that board is really good. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Tascam, excellent brand. I've got two Tascam uh, digital recorders. That is, um, 
I think going to suit all my needs going to allow me to do because like that's going to allow me to do like uh, record jam sessions podcast hook the camera into it all that so I'm going to set this down here right? yeah it's going to be the that'll be fun man you got this this, uh, this new space is sweet I need a measure like I wonder how big this room is I just like every time I'm, I'm like trying to tell somebody how big it is I got a tape measure in here I have some measuring stuff like I got another bookcase to bring in too I'm trying to figure out where that's going to go but um yeah i'm trying i don't even know how big the room is it's big though like yeah. i'll be like talking to somebody about it and i'm like it's like four times the size of this room yeah, yeah. and they're like that's pretty big that's and pretty i'm big. like yeah yeah but it is it's 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 pretty good size yeah. like i was in my chiropractor's office today. i was like it's about the size of this room nice. and he's like awesome yeah it's it's a it's a comfortable space and i think too whenever you get the like the front door all tinted out it'll be even better you know see nick light. is making me a little thing to go up here on the wall that says on air okay right? sweet. and yeah, i'll yeah. like flick it on when i'm on air that'll make you feel super pro. yeah yeah he's got so then like this other whiskey barrel over here i have two i may get rid of one where did you get those at uh dude i got the guy like i shared his info on the podcast page today actually um i've got the stools you see over there they're made out of whiskey barrels and then i had a whiskey barrel because cora wouldn't let me get the one i wanted but uh-huh. like now i'm oprah rich dude no i'm not <laughs> but it, that'd be nice but at the time she's like it's like with anything i want to buy it's yeah i have to sneak around and do it <laughs> she likes being debt free yeah. i get it hey right? that's it's we just nice, like we are man. just fire sell paying off stuff like our subaru like uh we pay like we have not very long left to pay on it because what we did is when we paid off the other car we were already we were paying like 350 a month on the subaru or something then we took what we we're paying on the other car and just started paying down the subaru yeah so it's like paying off twice as yeah, fast. Yeah, snowballing debt. Yeah. So, but that is, and she loves doing that with yeah. everything. Like my student loans. Well, dude, like my whole university paycheck is just like mortgage on my house and my student loans. It's just gone. It's, like, it's gone. Where did he go? And then like, I don't yeah. even take a check out of the gym, right? So like Cora will be like, now this, this, is our, this is our money for doing stuff I do with our money like, <laughs> that i do it's not it's like, not like she goes she is yeah. not thrivelous at all like she gets her nails done and her hair done that's it yeah. right like she like yeah she buys some things but it's like i'm like hey i need a three thousand dollar computer it's all big i need things, a seven hundred dollar right? smart tv yeah. i need i need a chair i need to sit in it's six hundred dollars i know right yeah. and she's just like yeah no yeah. Like that, because that do that. Well, it's because uh, it looks huge, you know? It's like, it, oh, man. It does. Yeah, that whiskey barrel there that my bike's leaned up against, though, yeah. it opens as a door that opens as two Lazy Susans in it. So what I'm actually going to do is put this mixer in the belly of that whiskey barrel. That's cool. Right? And the, there's a little hole where it's, like, plugged. Yeah. I'm going to take that out, and I'm going to run the audio up through it. That would be legit, man. Yeah. I need some. I, the reason I was asking is I need some actual whiskey barrels, but I need some that, like, he hasn't done work to. Like I needed some that have had whiskey in them. These have these have had whiskey in it. Now that one he had to take apart. That okay. one over there, um, the one that's got the glass on it. Yeah. It's just a regular, yeah. And like he sells the um I need man, I need to have that dude just give me some of that. I could buy it from him. But I, I bought like four pieces of furniture. It's ch- like the char. From yeah. the inside of things called char. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. But yeah. it's, it's like it, yeah, yeah, it looks like um like tobacco or something. It yep. smells like tobacco whiskey. It's like well, what I want to do is like, I mean, a lot of people are doing it, so it's not like a first thing, but I, we're, 
I gotta think of how to say. So we're gonna be having a space that will be a new step up for like our roastery. Not really open to the public as much, but it's a big deal for us because mm-hmm. it's awesome. And I'll be able to do more experimenting. So I would love to have some whiskey barrels that I can put my green coffee in and age it for oh, like yeah, a yeah. while. And then, see, this uh, guy goes to distillery. I mean, like there's distilleries around here. I want to yeah, say yeah. there might even be one in Perryville. Right. Okay. I know there. I know there's one in there's one in like Fayetteville. That might be for beer though. That that might be like a Budweiser plant or something Mm. in Perryville. But um, around Little Rock, I know um, it was a guy that used to come here to the gym that works at one. But um, you can get barrels like this dude goes to Kentucky and buys them by the like the trailer load um he has like a garage that's just full of them like so yeah so if you just wanted an unfinished barrel with no stain or anything on it or something like that that, i I got his cards in there it's like kentucky whiskey barrels or something like that let me see what like i just shared it earlier because like i love what this dude does like i love his furniture uh that he puts out Oh, did you hear about the casino issue? Yes, I did. I did. I just laugh. I, every everything I've seen somebody share, I hit the laugh. Uh, like I, you know, emoji or whatever on the instead of like. What, do you, I hit what do you think about all that? Fucking hilarious, man. I wonder what that old dude who voted uh, that way. He's like, he's like golf side, like, like. Uh, like 60, 30 out of 60, 60, 30 out of 30, 10 out of 10. Somebody like, came yeah. in the shop that like works uh, for Legends or whatever, yeah. like that day. Losing their mind. Or, no, earlier, before it had happened. And they were like, yeah, yeah, we're we're just going ahead and getting stuff and celebrating. It was like, because we, we know that like we have it. And, and uh, we were like, oh, okay, well, cool. Literally, me and Mike both were like, that's, okay, awesome. And Kentucky then, Whiskey Barrels and Creations. Okay, Here, cool. Go ahead, cool, yeah. Well, I was just, um, yeah, and, and they basically thought they had it in the bag, and then we somebody came in, and or Mike told me about it the next day, and I was like, oh, dude. It's hilarious, dude. It's, it's just a, I'm going to screenshot this and text it to you. Okay. It's just a... Man, like, like when you earlier when you're saying we're a resort, but uh, no, we wanted a trash hotel. Yeah, with a convention center. With a convention center, four thousand square feet larger than my gym, by the way. Right, like it's like this gym and the old gym. That's where we're gonna go to concerts. Something that size. Concerts. Who's gonna come to that and play some? Dude, if they would have had that amphitheater they're putting in, I was just like, man, maybe widespread panic will come here. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Not now, dude. Well, here's the thing, man. There's like a, a few people that are keeping us like from becoming ascendant is an Arkansas town. But dude, like our population size, like our, our central location on 40, like everything about it, like we're super close to Northwest Arkansas. Within two hours of everything. Like. Yeah, except for the parts we don't want to go. Right. Okay? But nobody wants to go there. Yeah. So like South Arkansas. No offense. Or like, Eastern. Or Eastern. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I tell people too, I'm like, uh, well, it says like, I teach Arkansas history, but it's like, uh, you know, in the, um, in the thirties, if you looked around in Eastern Arkansas, like in the Delta land and, um, you know, it got the term Delta cause, uh, from the Greek character. Really? Cause the, uh, Egyptian Delta was shaped like it. Huh? Yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah, but the only reason the 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 black he said this. Um, I just heard him say it the other day, like in a lecture, and he was like, "The only reason you knew anything about what year it might be is because of the power lines." Hmm. 
Like you just looked around and it was just Anything like about the really yeah like there's just like that is like the only you get like well I mean shit like the Hartman Bottoms not so much that way I've never been to the Darnell Bottoms right yeah but Hartman Cole Hill Bottoms like you can get out there um, and you do not see a lot like there's a levee in the Hartman Bottoms but like it's just fields and power lines man that's it like and then there might be like uh, there's like one house in the hartman bottoms it's been there forever and i so my cousin's uncle owns it and it's like his hands like live there and work there and stuff and it's like there's nothing here it's crazy there's nothing like just people have their animals there maybe sometimes but like when i was growing up hartman bottoms didn't really have any animals in it like that's where we went to go hunting and stuff yeah it was just farmland it is amazing like that a place like that can exist where it's like no one no one lives here no one wants to live here like it's just you know total like you said just farmlands yeah and then one house dude so you guys are going on a little camping trip yeah it's what uh yeah tell me all about that dude huge trip um me tori and most of her family we're all going to the grand canyon and we're doing rim to rim to rim oh dude Oh, Jesse, who was just on my podcast yesterday. Yeah. The episode comes out like next Thursday or something. But okay, cool. he uh, goes to all these national parks and he has a documentary that we screen shared on the, our episode oh, called Natty Parks. Cool. But yeah, dude, pictures of the Grand Canyon, Carlsbad, Mesa Verde, like all of these. Wow. And he said that he wants to go do the rim to rim hike. I didn't know you yeah. were doing that. Yeah. Or, yeah. Ours. So ours will be like, it's a full like through, I think it's a full three crossings is what we'll be doing doing and so it's like 50 56 miles or something like that i think wow he was saying um, it's like oh well no yeah i think he said it was like 30 it also from de- rim to rim yeah like it also depends on how you do it because there's definitely more than one way to like make it to the rims and stuff and there's shorter ways of going but really we're going to be it's a total of five nights in the canyon so we, cause mm-hmm. we really wanted to take our time. There's like a place called Plateau Point we wanted to go out to. Um, and also we're gonna be like really planning our hikes. So like we'll get up super early in the morning, uh, but like way before the sun gets up and then hopefully make most of the way that we get there. Cause we'll be in there in July. It yeah. is hot. Dude, it is Arkansas hot right now, man. Yeah. It's sweltering. Like yeah. my dog almost died the other day. Did I, I tell you about, that? Dude? No, no. I heard about it though. I've never seen anything like it. So like I keep I even today I was like, was like did she just get too hot? Like how, like and like she's like uh her fur is thick, right? She's yeah. part Pyrenees, part Labrador. Oh, did Cora post about it? Yeah, she okay. did. Yeah, right? that's what it was. But man, she would like, we went to walk Bonadilla at like 7.30, but it was like that first day of like sticky humidity. A.M. Like, or P.M.? Uh, P.M. Yeah. Like it was like after a while after though. dinner and she like, we got, we were only doing a three mile walk, right? Yeah. We got 1.5 miles from the car and she like, she's like, I'm just going to die guys. Like, like starts throwing up, poops, dry heaves. And then it's just like, I'm just going to lay down. Oh no. And then I was just like, oh man. So like Cora runs to the car, right? And I'm kind of, I kind of stay with her and I I start, I get her to walk a little bit and then I carry her and I get her to walk a little bit and I carry her. And she's just like done. Cora drives the Subaru onto Bonadilla. Are you serious? Yeah, dude. It's my dog, bro. I don't give a, they write me a ticket. Right, but Skokora is like, mom, and we get her, dude. And we get, we get a bottle of water in her. Um, We get her like right in front of the air vent in the Subaru get her home like 
get the water hose. They had one of those heads on like sprayed her cooler off there, put like ice packs and stuff on her. But like literally like she just got too hot. We took her butt temperature several times. Yeah. Like it it was was like 104, but dogs are a little hotter. Like 102 is like normal for a dog apparently. Right. But, um, it was like 104 after we had done all that stuff. Right. Yeah. But she, um, she was super um, kind of docile for a couple of days, but she ate a rug yesterday and a dog bed. So she's back, dude. He ate a rug. And a dog bed, <laughs> right? Tore all the stuffing out of the dog bed and ate a big hole in Cora's rug. And I was just like, well, she's back to normal. Like we were seriously worried like if she had like had a stroke or something and was going to be like special GG. Man. Yeah. Dude, that drove it. That's, that's really Yeah, hilarious. dude. Like, what was funny is when we were, like, busting out of there and I got her. Actually, I was sitting in the back seat with P-Man because she, Gracie's in the front. And I was like, kind of, like, trying to, like, give her the air, the air, right? Yeah. And, like, we passed three people on the way out. <laughs> and I was just like, what? I didn't oh, see man, I could only imagine what their faces yeah. were like, dude. It's awesome. weird, dude. Yeah. Also, your shirt is great. Oh, I just is got that, this, actually. Is that uh, nasty? He's yeah. been on the podcast. Check That's it out. So cool. Yeah. Now you need to get him on the podcast. He's, now that he's he is big, coming uh, back. Um, I talked to him about it the, like right after his fight, but dude, so many people are hitting him up. Man, I really. I waited after till like he'd even been on two two other podcasts. I wasn't trying to hit him up, and I was like, "Hey, dude." If you, and I was just trying to zoom with him, and he's like, "No, man, I want to come." And I was like, "All right." Dude. I was like, "Whatever, hey. dude." I was like, "I, you know, I was like, come on down, and let's train, because I love get, training with you him." You should get him to do a uh, do a like a little mini seminar. Oh, that would be oh, man. dude. I've known Brad since he was sixteen, dude. Like, dude, you yeah. have to do it because that would be so awesome. And he could break down like all the stuff, man. With that last, all oh, that last fight was that clinic. Oh yeah, dude. I've been hitting some of like just yesterday. I hit a transition from the truck to the arm triangle that really? he hit in that fight. Like yeah, like uh, so. And then too, I saw like in one of the BJJ groups. I mean, like BJJ fanatics fan page or something. Uh, somebody was like, "Who's the best grappler in MMA?" And like a few people said Bryce. And I was like, D- yeah. Dude, Bryce's coach, Willie, when he came on the podcast on Facebook, the Facebook video, he got like 2,500 views in like a week. That's awesome. Right? Like it just kept kind of going up. It got a couple of shares and stuff. And I was just like, that's like the most popular. And dude, Willie, one time, Bryce's coach taught a seminar at my very first gym. Biggest seminar I've ever had. Most money I've ever paid anybody. And it was a cheap seminar too. Yeah. But it was just that so many people came. Yeah, and I like I felt super like I still feel good about. It. I was just like, man, that was the best seminar, and like that may have been like the biggest seminar he'd ever taught too. But it just like everybody showed up. Yeah, and is that still his coach? Or yes and no, he kind of moved. Like he's still the corner. Like um, and they still train together, but they don't. Uh, Willie doesn't run a gym anymore. Where's, so. where's Bryce live? Um, Cersei. Cersei, really. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Dude, it, as far as I know, he still goes to Harding University. What? Yeah. Really? The most expensive private institution in the state. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> but he's just a good old country he's, he's boy. A, yeah. Ah! <laughs> man, I love, I love hearing him talk. Yeah. Him. Dude, he's, but man, it's, uh, it's been like, he has been, he's been the same the whole time I've known him. It's, he's not faking anything. That's you cool. Know? Yeah. He definitely, yeah. definitely seems like he's from Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's crushing it, man. His persona that he's put together is uh, interesting. I remember one of our other it's coaches unique. was super skeptical and like, really? this is never going to work. Yeah. And 
Boom. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> it worked, dude. I bought his shirt. Oh, man. You can get these shirts on uh, mattviper.com. I've had a bunch of people. I got one that's like blue and it says cook them to the bone. Oh, nice. And it's like got a like a, a, a skeleton chef like flipping burgers and it yeah, says yeah. he's wearing a Thug Nasty shirt. Dude, oh, man. I need to get that shirt. Is his next bout been scheduled yet? Oh, I, I want to say it is and he, he might be fighting like Fight Island like, um, but I don't know. Let's see. Abu, Abu, he, Abu, now, he right? did. Okay, so he does he has signed a contract but i don't know what the what is going on with it do you know where fight Island's at have they said it's abu dhabi isn't it uh, i don't know where, I, th- where? I mean that was the rumor i don't know that, that was. Confirmed. i could see that that's what i was saying i'm hoping it's jeffrey epstein's island dude <laughs> uh fight island you think dana just bought it that'd be cool that would be kind of cool kind of a little weird but yeah, yeah it is abu dhabi jazarit yas yas north north Abu yeah, Dhabi. okay. <laughs> I don't think that's how you say that. <laughs> look, look. Jazarit, Yas Yas North, North. Okay, yeah, it looks. Oh, kind of yeah. Oh, let's see. Uh, four cards for the Fight Island debut in July. And I'm, I want to say that Bryce is going to be on one of those, right? Um, let's see. July 11th, the card will feature welterweight champion Kamuro Usman uh, against okay. Gilbert Burns, uh, Volkanovski, Max Holloway, okay. Peter uh, Yan, Jose Aldo, Frankie Edgar. I was wondering if he was going to fight again. Aldo. Uh, uh, Aldo, yeah, he should probably hang it up, but you know. Well, whatever. yeah. Uh, Benavidez is fighting. Um, okay. Figueredo, Robert Whitaker. Um, Whitaker, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Robert Whitaker and Darren Till. That'll Ooh. be interesting. Uh, Shogun Hua's fighting Little Nog. That's a I guess I don't know who freaking pride. Is. Little Nogira, 205er. Um, I fought in pride. Like. I, well, I want to say fought in pride. His brother, Big Nog, definitely fought in pride. I, I don't remember, but I'm. I'm pretty positive i don't i never watched any little knock bouts in pride yeah. alexander gustafson's coming back at oh, heavyweight yeah. and fighting fabricio Verdum. that's why um, he didn't retire for very long yeah well yeah yeah i guess he just felt like he didn't have any fights coming back with okay so what about john jones is he uh have you heard anything man i don't know i think he's back on the dick pills dude well he man you saw you saw that he like uh he what he like shot a handgun or something like that while he was bro all i all i saw was him taking that spray can away at the riots okay he that man is insane <laughs> that man's insane Did you yeah, just okay. say, why are you doing this oh, like it's man. like dude why are you getting a dui and like drag racing uh, and having like cocaine incidents and whatever it is you got going on you dude? Think, it's like you really didn't learn your lesson the last like how many times you've been uh suspended now yeah oh my gosh yeah. i just want to see him fight just yeah i mean everybody does like five man. more years okay give me five more years of you actually fighting and keeping your i think going. that he's actually i think his career and his abilities and his window and everything is on the decline and closing yeah. like he's he's fighting these decisions against these guys yeah they're good whatever but like it's like Decision, I don't. There are no not, fights I want to see him fight, and if he moves up to heavyweight, it's like, do you gonna have to do better than that? Well, with with John Jones too, it's like it seems like. Not most people. I would say most people don't want to see a decision win from John Jones. Yeah, they want to see. Not him. when he were just Jack and Shogun with freaking right. liver shots and stuff. Yeah. Like the 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 things that that was passing Vitor Belfort's guard after he almost broke your arm and Americaning him, mm-hmm. and he's a world championship white belt, uh, uh, world champion uh, jiu jitsu white belt, and John Jones is a white belt MMA fighter. 
right he's a white belt and at that time he was yeah he's only a blue Whoa. belt now yeah bro I'm black belt john jones a blue belt okay that's pretty insane he probably would my ass he's a big dude even in grappling <laughs> like dude just like he is so long and like i, I mean it'd be fun to grapple him but uh, the dude is good yeah. uh, like his like belts are not the tell-all like that just means he doesn't work in the gi right yeah right well it makes sense for mma too i mean you want to know yeah know. yeah well, dude, let's go ahead and wrap it up, man. I yeah. got to start my Gone with the Wind podcast. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, so dude. Funny. Well, I, I've been wanting to podcast with you for a while, man. So thanks yeah. for coming back on the show. When you do your camping trip, yeah. um, come back and talk again, man. And I'm sure yeah. we'll uh, uh, be training and stuff Can in the I meantime. Can make one plug? Yeah, thing. dude, please. My wife wants me to plug it. So her, the, our, our vlog, because I'm a part of it too, but it is Life with Joe, Joe and Toe is what it's called Aww. life with joe and toe so Aww. it's very cute to just to yeah to all right yeah. i like it anyway so we'll put all our vlog stuff up in the whole canyon we've put our uh some canyon training videos up but um we're gonna put like actual cool you're gonna ride videos. your motorcycle out there no, no that would be sick no my bike is sitting in the uh, yard right now uh, yeah, i barely made it home yes there's some problems with it uh i'm, I'm book i'm listening to which i'm i'm beginning to think might not have anything to do with working on your motorcycle mm, might not it's, uh zen and the art of motorcycle maintenance mm. it's one i was just like 15 so, hours long but yeah. it's basically it's a, I, I think it's a book about philosophy and how to think about things but i'm not 100 sure okay <laughs> it's I just mean, basically like this guy was really upset because he can't work on his bike and i was gonna help him but he was scaring me because he was upset Sounds like yeah. a weird book. Hey, yeah, it is. It's weird, but it's uh, it's it's kind of just like a way to look at things. Yeah. Like it's basically like like oh my mechanic messed it up and this and that and it's like the the moral of the story is like take the time to learn how to make the thumbnails. Mm. The oh look at that full circle back Boom. to the beginning. Yeah, it's good. Right on. Well, dude, appreciate the time, bro. Definitely. I'll have to do it again, man. And an MMA podcast when you do that. Hey, dude, let me know. Yeah, let me know. We'll do it. Signing off.